Welcome to episode 74 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. My name is Jeff Cady. I'm a lead pastor in the state of Iowa, and I've been in pastoral ministry for 35 years, and I love, I love talking to pastors to encourage, uh, to equip, to coach, to train, just to come alongside of you because I are one and I've been one for a long time. And and honestly, uh, it, it, yeah, it's difficult and it's hard and it's and it's all that and it's all that because of because of the spiritual ministry that we have um, and and the ministry that impacts people. That's why it's hard. It's not hard because of the hours or because. You know, it's hard to write a message or send an email or, or whatever. It's not, and it's not hard because uh, critic because of criticism or because uh, it's hard to enter into conflict and conflict re- resolution. It's not hard for any of those reasons, at least not for me. What's hard is that you carry the you carry the life of the church with you, and if you mess it up, if you like mess up a church. You're messing up people's connection to God and to the body of Christ. That's that's a little bit unforgivable for me, and and that's probably out of bounds to say that. But but as a pastor, there's a code. You know, we kind of take an oath, and and uh, we're we're part of the the, the club uh, where we serve the people. We served we serve Jesus. For the people, the the sheep that are out there and uh, harassed and helpless w- without a shepherd, uh, they're the they're the ones that God has given us uh, the care of, and we care about the the moms and dads and the grandparents and the singles and the widows and uh, we we care about the dejected and the forlorn, the stranger, the outcast. We care about the kids and the teenagers, and the the ones who are walking with God, the ones who aren't walking with God, and and we want to have a healthy church, a healthy church in our community, so that when people need access to God, there's a safe place, there's a place where people can come and find Jesus. We talk about I talk about leadership with you on Tuesdays. And you know, leadership requires vision. And vision usually comes from the leader. It doesn't always have to come from the leader. I, I don't believe that, you know, we go up on the holy mountain and we get the vision, we come down and we share it with the people like Moses did in the book of Exodus. I, I don't believe that. I believe that God God gives a God gives a vision and a burden and a passion to his people and if his people would receive it and take it. But I think as pastors, we we do have to lead the way in vision. And I, and I just want to talk to you about leadership vision just for a minute from my perspective, because after 35 years, um, the, the cool thing is I've experienced so much, there's not that much that's going to rock me. When we came to our current church almost five years ago, my wife and I had been in ministry for over 30 years, and and I said to her, you know, it's there's going to be junk. There's going to be stuff that happens. 
You know, when you first get into a church, everyone's all enthusiastic and, oh, you know, the new pastor's coming. You're going to solve all of our problems. You're the answer to our prayers. We're so thankful that the Lord has sent you. And the problem with me is I actually believed some of it. That's embarrassing to say. Well, at the same time, telling my wife, you know, hon, you know, we've been through this before, and it just—that's not always—you uh, don't always come back out, of, come out of it smelling like roses. And we just let's just know that going in, it's going to be tough. There's going to be junk. There's going to be pain, but this is what God has called us to. Well, at the same time, I actually believed a little bit of their press. I thought that maybe I did bring something that would be part of the answer for the church. And then the truth is, none of that is helpful. None of that is helpful. You just have to come in humility and independence upon the Lord. And I quickly was taught that as we got started in my current church. I was reminded and, and, and pressed back into that mold of dependence upon God, for which I'm thankful. But pastor, I want to talk to you about leadership vision um, from the sense of the people, the people. It, it's not about, for us as pastors, what we can accomplish during our administration. I, I just don't see it about any of that. The reason why I want to accomplish anything is that I want to, with God's help, I, I want to be part of what he's doing at my church to create a place to create a place where people can come and meet God, where when some bedraggled person uh, just staggering through life, uh, separated from God, maybe separated from their family or friends or work co-workers or neighbors because of sin in their life and because of brokenness, Maybe there's been abuse. Maybe none of it is their fault. But they come staggering into your church gathering. And what's going to happen to them when they get there? And, and they might even bring a spouse or a friend, a lover, a partner. And they come in. They may bring some kids or they may bring brokenness and pain. What are they going to find when they come into your gathering. Now, some of us think that Sunday morning and the gathering of, quote unquote, the church is uh, for church people, for believers. The believers gather to be edified and they scatter to evangelize. Yeah, that's that's a great term. It's a great saying. It's a not a bad principle and it's maybe even a fair strategy. But in the culture I live in anyway, in 2022 middle America, People come to church, anybody, anybody's show up at church on a Sunday morning or on a weekend gathering. See, the, the weekend gatherings, they're not church, they're, they're a crowd of people that gather. Some of them are the church, but then oftentimes some, maybe even many, aren't. And when these people stagger into your gathering, your worship gathering, what happens to them? That's what keeps me up at night. What happens to those people? Do they, like a pinball, they kind of bounce in and they 
bounce off a few bells and whistles, and then they go blub, 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 down the down the tubes, and they're gone. And they didn't find God. That's what kind of a vision I have for my church, for for my group of people, because we're all interim pastors, right? We're none of us are going to be here forever. At some point, we're going to pass on this ministry to the next person. And what are we passing on? And and what are we creating? And are we giving the next person a ministry that's so healthy, that's so healthy that it looks for the right person? And when when I pass to the next place, and pass on maybe, (laughs) or go to the next place, and the next person comes in, have I created a place that's that's, that's so healthy and and joy-filled that the, the average attender doesn't even really notice that there's been any disruption. Because it's a healthy place where people are loving each other and they're caring about each other and they're, they're worshiping the Lord together and they're resolving conflict and they're forgiving offenses and, and they're reconciling relationships. They're, they're doing the hard, uh, gritty work of living the kingdom life in a broken world. But, but there's also a sense of beauty and a sense of peace and a, and a sense of love in this place where God is honored and worshiped. So, Pastor, Tuesday's mm, leadership, what are you leading your people to? What's your vision for your place? Because your, your people, they create an ethos, an atmosphere, an environment, a uh, a, a thing, a place where people show up to. What do they find when they get there? Yesterday, we talked about bent knees. That's something to bend our knees about. That's something to come to God in prayer for. Pastor, thanks for doing what you do. Don't ever, don't ever minimize in your mind or in your heart the work that God has called you to. And, and it doesn't matter the size. And it doesn't matter whether you're part-time, full-time, bivocational, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're a home church, a, a small church, a large church, a mega church. It doesn't matter. You're creating a place. It might be your living room. It could be the library, the local library, public library. It could be a, a school, a barn. It could be under a tree like they are in some countries. Um out in the open air. It doesn't matter when the people gather, what kind of a place are they creating for lost souls to enter into and find Jesus. I love you, pastors. Uh, Again, thank you for doing what you do. And I'll be back tomorrow to talk to you on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.